Hey folks, in this episode, we're talking about camera bags for women. This is Twitter. Hey, welcome back to another episode of This Week in Photo. I'm your host, Frederick Van Johnson. Today, we're gonna be talking about camera bags. Camera bags are those things that we as photographers have an unhealthy relationship with because there doesn't seem to ever be enough camera bags or the correct camera bags. So we keep buying more and more and more camera bags. But there is an issue with camera bags that one of my guests or both of my guests today have uncovered and is that most of these bags are not designed for both sexes, right? So Jay and Verena Patel are here to talk about that and how they took that on and I think solved it. Jay and Verena, welcome. Or Verena and Jay, I always do that for some reason. <laughs> I think it's because yeah. your names, that's the sequence of your names in the alphabet. So right. that's- It's Verena and Jay. <laughs> it's Verena right. and, and Jay and Patel. To be honest, for this particular thing, I didn't do anything, it was all Verena. So I was just, uh, Sideshow. You'll you'll be the side, so it can be the yeah. We'll the make sure it's kick. Verena J. Okay. Well, cool. Let's we'll start. Well, let's let's start with you, Verena. Let's what well, let's do a quick introduction, and then we'll do Jay, and then we'll we'll jump into the discussion. Tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, what it is you do. I am a professional uh, landscape photographer, or nature photographer, or wilderness photographer, whatever you <laughs> want to call me. Um, I've been shooting since I was a kid. I went pro in 2005. Uh, Jay and I travel all over the world. We um, film video courses for photographers on everything from composition to uh, camera settings yep. to hyperfocal distance, uh, filters, anything you like. And... Uh, we offer all that through our website. Um, and where's your, where's your website? What's the URL for the website? Visualwilderness.com. Visualwilderness.com. And you guys do some pretty stellar work in terms of the production values and all that stuff on the site. Even the site is very well laid out. So definitely, folks watching this, definitely check out visualwilderness.com, especially if you are into landscape photography. So that's, uh, that's amazing. Jay, what about you, man? What's your, what's your elevator pitch that you tell people at cocktail parties? <laughs> I uh, like to say that instead of listening to my elevator speech, you should go out and shoot. It'll be much more <laughs> Shut up and shoot, right? Oh, uh, yeah. So my story is not quite as exciting as most people. I was a corporate uh, geek uh, working at a high-tech company in uh, uh, Bay Area for a long time. And um, photography was just a hobby for me. And I never really wanted to do photography as a business, but over the years, people kept asking me to do workshops and teach and this and that. And so sort of it evolved. Uh, when Ray and I first got married, I just started the business and uh, then we both started doing it. And then when I quit, or actually, the company quit me. Morena uh, <laughs> so decided. Let's go with the first one. You quit. Said, you quit. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Morena said that, uh, hey, why don't you just not do anything and just do photography full time? And uh, so since 2013, we have our website, visualwilderness.com. We started creating video courses. Now we have over 40 video courses geared specifically for landscape photographers and nature photographers. Wow. And, uh, we do everything from in-the-field video courses from all over the world, Fiji, Australia, New Zealand, Iceland, U.S. And 
We also have uh, post-production courses that are also highly curated geared towards nature photographers. Very good. Very good. Well, welcome both of you guys to the show. I think uh, we have to do another show on nature and wilderness photography. But this one, we're talking about one of the pieces of gear that you bring on those crazy adventures that you guys go on. And that's the camera bags, right? Which is you know, arguably one of the most important pieces of gear that you take with you because it houses all your more expensive gear. Verena, right. why don't you take us through the beginning? So you, the, the setup for this was, like I said, in the tease was that, you know, most camera bags are, are basically built for guys, right? And right. you, you took it on through a series of events, you know, sort of figuring out what would be good for women. Take us through that, that path and how you got there. Yeah, so Jay and I started um, shooting together in 2005, um, and our first trip was uh, Death Valley, I think. Mm -hmm. And at that point, I just had a very small camera bag. I, I uh, had just sort of gone pro and was, you know, sort of getting my feet wet. Um, the camera bag I was using was pretty uncomfortable. It was heavy. It didn't have a, a waist strap. Um, and Jay and I started talking about the the gear that we liked. And he actually had this bag that he had modified to be a backpack. It wasn't even a backpack. It was like a, I don't know, Jay, what would you say? Like it had little handles, you know, it was meant to be handheld, right? Yeah. yeah it was a small uh, backpack, half size. And I had modified it by putting, um, the camera, uh, dividers in it. And that's, would allow me to carry whatever I need and I would hike for a long time. Um, it was sort of comfortable and that's what I used. Yeah. yeah. And I think at that point or at some point during that following year, I ended up with that backpack because it was so much more comfortable than the bag I was carrying. Um, yeah. but again, it really wasn't meant to be a camera bag at all. Um, and if I recall correctly, Jay, I think you had added the cameras, the straps, the shoulder straps as well. Well, the shoulder straps were an accessory that the company sold with that uh, half-size backpack. So the backpack was meant to be strapped onto your wrist, and you can purchase these extra accessories to, to sort of secure it to your shoulders if you need to, and that's how I ended up designing well, it. Well, Verena, I want to I take a slight detour here and, and yeah. talk a little bit about the, you know, when you say, when we say there's a camera bag that's designed for men, you know, let's say other than to put a fine point on it, other than breasts <laughs> and a smaller frame size, sometimes, you know, what are the differences that need to, that a camera bag manufacturer needs to take into account when designing bags that are specifically for women? Right. Well, yeah, like you said, there's that the narrower shoulders are a real issue. Um, the, the strap for years, I could not secure a bag across my chest. I would just leave those straps hanging because it was so uncomfortable. Um, so those are the two main issues. Uh, the other issues um, are that, you know, women have a different center of balance. Mm -hmm. um, we also have smaller bones. And so maybe we need more padding in certain areas on the shoulders, um, on the hips for example, um, women tend to want more pockets. We have small things that we need to carry that men don't need to carry. And, uh, in a lot of cases, we'd rather, uh, people didn't have to see those things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, you yeah. know, that was a real issue for women. Do we have to carry a separate bag with us because we can't, uh, keep our, our personal products in the pockets in our bag because maybe they're mesh and every time you open them, 
they're everything's visible. It's exposed, you know, so, yeah. Right. So, and those are, you know, you're out in the wilderness, you're out there maybe for days on end, you may be camping. Um, there have been times where, uh, I've been out for, for seven, eight days and, uh, you know, maybe I'm the only woman with the group. Um, and it means that you're constantly sort of trying to figure out where you're going to do your stuff, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So, um, and beyond that, you are aching because you've got this bag that's hitting you at the wrong places on your shoulders. It's not uh, holding your hips properly. And uh, it, it just isn't secure. Those chest straps, if I'm climbing on rocks, if I'm climbing over logs, my bag is shaking around all over the place. Those chest straps are, are meant to keep it secure. And if you can't secure them, it's it can be really a problem. Yeah. It starts to hurt your neck, your your hips, your knees. You know, you hit, and, on, you hit uh, on a point that, that, that I hadn't even considered, and that was the other stuff that you have to carry. I was thinking just camera straps, like the camera straps can't be, you know, especially in a backpack right. form, can't be comfortable. So that was the, that was my one dimensional thinking. Right. So right. I, I was thinking that. But you're like, OK, well, you need stuff to carry this, that, you know, all these other things that you need right. that that we no, don't necessarily need. What else? What else? What other changes are there? So one of the biggest issues that stood out to me was that every time I found a camera bag that was made for women, what happened was it ended up being either pink or sparkly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with um, rainbows and unicorns on it with sparklies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Maybe some ruffles just for good measure. Right. But it didn't do its job. It wasn't really well made. Uh, it wasn't sturdy. Uh, it didn't protect my gear. And, and it basically meant that I couldn't do the same job that my husband was doing if I was going to use that bag. Uh, um, what I needed was a bag that could do absolutely everything Jay's bag could do. And it also fit me. So that's, that's the line that I was, you know, hoping to get to. See, now you're just being demanding. Like, I, I mean, know. Really? <laughs> it's, it's really a problem. Yeah. I can't stop. So, so, so take us through, so fast forward to solving this problem. So we've identified what the problem is. How do you right. solve it? Like, what, what was the solution? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it took a long time. We originally had this thread on Google Plus where um, all these women were, but first there were all these, you know, frustrated women. And then we kind of all got together and said, well, what is it that we need in a bag? What do you want? And, and we got hundreds of responses from women with all these suggestions. And it was, you know, over and over again, those same things that I just mentioned. Yeah. Um, so we, we took those to the Camry company we were working with, or sorry, the camera bag company we were working with at the time. Um, there was sort of a very slow um, buildup towards maybe doing something. And in the end, we weren't really that thrilled with the, the final result. So it kind of fell through. Mm -hmm. um, and then we started talking to Ian Miller, who is the designer of uh, Shimoda bags. And he was really interested in this and he really wanted to get it right. Um, and he made that very clear from the beginning. He said, you know, what's the most important thing to you? And when I said, I have to be able to do the same job that my husband is doing. Yeah. Yeah. I That's interesting because you know, I, I, you, you guys have been in, in the industry for a while and you've seen all these different camera bag companies, especially, I, I don't know if they're focused on the wedding genre because that is where a lot of women are sort of migrating to in terms of, you know, making careers in photography. But I saw, you know, there's these bags that, that would come out that have the only difference 
would be that they were lighter and they had interchangeable flaps for fashion, you know? And I always always thought that was a little bit condescending because I'm like, you're assuming that women take the the aesthetics of a bag over the form and function of a bag or put a put equal weight on that and you're approaching it from the opposite direction it's like i just need to be able to do what this guy does on this side right (laughs) yeah exactly you know what if it's pretty hey that's cool but i honestly that's not really what it's about for me i have a job to do yeah my job i need to feed my children and i'd very much like to do it without destroying my back yeah, yeah. So no. if you, uh, I think this is a good good segue into um, the difference between camera bag manufacturers and the difference between backpack bag manufacturers. Yeah. If yeah, you look at the backpack ma- bag manufacturers like REI, Osprey, for years they've actually known about this issue. Mm-hmm. And if you walk into a backpack store, you will find that there are specific bags designed for women doing exactly what Marina described. And the camera bag manufacturers are pretty much for most part ignoring that. Mm -hmm. They were like, okay, we'll just go design one bag and everybody can carry it. Yeah. Yeah, they design. Yeah, yeah, they they, for the most part design. And I have a closet full of bags over there, but they're they're designed for humans. And that's where they stop. Exactly. Yeah. If you got a head, two arms, a torso and some legs, you can use this bag beyond that level of detail. We don't really care. Right. right. <laughs> so, so let's talk exactly. about the Shimoda bags. Wait, so I'm going to bring them up on the screen here. Yeah. So, yeah. So this is the site right here. The mm-hmm. it's ShimodaDesigns.com. And in the menu up here, there's shop and then women's straps. And that's that's how I got to this page. So tell me about these. So this is what I love. They didn't just design one shoulder strap for women. They designed three. Actually, they designed five. <laughs> um, so Ian sent me five different styles. After, I think we should back, back, back okay, off and tell okay. the story from the start as to how it happened, and then you can jump in. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Go for okay. it. Tell us. Where do you want it? Go ahead, Jay. No, it's your story. I'm just remember the sideshow. <laughs> yeah. How, how did the bags come to be that we're looking at on this page? Uh, okay. Um, so yeah, we, we started with just conversations, um, pretty quickly Ian asked if I would draw up, uh, sort of a, a prototype or a pattern really for what I would want out of, uh, a camera strap, a camera bag strap. And, um, so I got out a big roll of paper. I drew what I wanted. I, I uh, took photos for him. I lined it up next to a, a ruler so he could see you know, um, or a tape measure really. So he could see what I was, I was trying to convey. And I sent that to him. And from that, he created this series of, of, uh, prototypes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we're looking at right now. Well, we're looking at the results of those prototypes, right? Right. These are the finished products that are actually available now for sale. And what's really cool about these is that you're getting the same bag that you would get if you were a man, <laughs> okay, so the bag itself is just this fantastically well-made camera bag, but the straps are different. They're made specifically with women's shapes in mind, and they're tested by a whole group of female uh, landscape and nature photographers who have you know, worn them in the field, sent their feedback, uh, requested changes, and these this is what 
Ian came up with. I think he did a fantastic job. He was hyper aware of, you know, the the sort of the issues that come along with it. He was really careful about uh, making sure that we were getting a product that actually met our needs and wasn't just about being girly. Yeah. Yeah. whatever girly is <laughs> yeah well yeah so so looking at the shot here by the way that that lens you have there looks like it's bigger than you by the way it, it's like the size yeah. of your leg it really is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh cool so so these are available now right these yeah. these these bags are available now and you uh, Verena, both you guys well not you jay you're not carrying this bag around but Verena, you've taken this around the world already Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I've been carrying it with uh, the, the prototypes. I actually use that tech strap standard that you can see there. The, the um, It's at the top of the page, but it has those extra pockets that I like. So it's got a little uh, uh, like elastic pocket on one side and then on the other side, it has a zippered pocket so I can put my phone in there or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what's cool, though, is that you, you actually order the bag you want. It comes with the standard straps, and then you go in and you choose the straps you want for your shape. You take off the other straps. You can use these. You can go back and forth, whatever makes you happy. Um, but, you know, so so it's actually a separate product. You don't have to um, – what am I trying to say, Jay? You don't have to I get think. it. You don't, you don't <laughs> have – well, you – so what is it? How do they do it? So you can – you buy a bag and then it comes with sort of default straps. And then if you say, well, you know, I want the, I want to, I want to wear what Verena wears. You go with the women's tech strap because that fits your body shape better. And you can unhook because most, most backpacks come with the, the backpack straps attached. You can't really take them off. So these on Shimoda bags, you can remove the backpack straps and replace them with so unique. Yeah. So you can upgrade them. Okay. See, I didn't know that. That's cool. So there, there are two, uh, there are two features I wanted to point out was when, um, Ian started to design that he came up with five of them. Right. Mm -hmm. And then from five, they selected three different design types. And, And the reason to select three different design types is, to recognize that women have different body types. Yeah. Not everybody is the same, right? And their body types vary quite dramatically um, depending on the frame size that women have. So he ended up offering three different body types for three different women. And the, the straps are designed to relieve the pressure on the sternum mm-hmm. as well as to... Um, to contour around, around the breast. So it's much more comfortable. Yeah. But what if, what if I what if I want a bag that re- relieves pressure on my sternum? I got a sternum. You can absolutely <laughs> get one and okay. uh, you might even like it. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> hey, you know, well, that'd be dangerous because you'd be like, wait, maybe I have a female form. I don't know. Because this, right. bag, this bag fits me better. <laughs> right. Well, and that's actually that's a good point, because they're, the plan is to offer, you know, in the future, uh, a variety of straps for different people in general, not just women. Um, so there will be other options. They're coming eventually. And, you know, for now, this is just the first step. That's perfect. That's a perfect segue because I wanted to end on that. I wanted to talk about the future and what's next. It seems like you've cracked the door on an industry that, that needs a lot of love in terms of, you know, making things that are that niche down from you're just a human into something more than that. So how do how do you what are what are next steps in there? What are the next products that you guys are working on, if any? Mm. 
<laughs> you're like, I don't know. You guys tell us what you want and we'll build it, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. We are we're exploring a variety of things. Not that everything we can talk about on the show. Yeah. Um, one of the things that is really cool about the bag is um, besides just the camera straps, the, the bags have adjustable torso length. Mm-hmm. So one of the things you have to recognize, Fred, is that Sure, an average American uh, woman, maybe five six, five seven. But what happens if you are shorter than that or taller than that, right? Yeah. So not only can you replace the bags, but if you look at the attachments of the bag, one of the things that will be really cool is you can put those straps um, in four different places on the bags itself. Oh, cool. And and so if your torso is really short, you, you buy one of the straps for built for shorter women and then change the adjustment off the bag itself on the back to attach it. So that is those are the two enhancements that are already built in. And, and actually, and, that's true for the men's stra- or the, the standard straps as well. OK, um, that's the case that uh, those attachments are actually on the bag. And then the the uh, shoulder straps can attach to any of the four different. Uh, I've never uh, seen that before. That's that's a. It's brilliant. Yeah, that yeah. is that is really smart. That's um that's forward thinking, right? And so. that is all Ian Miller right there. Really cool. Really so cool. right now, so we are um, so right now we are um, trying to figure out how this sells, what the market is looking like for this, and then um, going forward look at the success of this and then take another snapshot and saying, okay, so what else is missing? Right. Mm -hmm. And then based on what is missing, how things are selling, which one is popular, which is not popular. um, We come up with future design plans. Very cool. Awesome. Well, congratulations to both of you guys on this. Uh, You you can always tell when people are passionate about a project that they're working on. And, you know, (laughs) Marina, you're living the dream of the photographer to have a dream for a bag and then have someone like Ian put it together for you. Yeah. Right. I tell you what. I mean, how often does somebody get a bag that's really... I mean, it, it was Never. made for me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> well, do any of these bags have your name on it? You need the Verena line in there. Come on, I want the Verena strap. What's this tech strap stuff? Make it the Verena. Miller designed these bags. I had a very, very small part in it. I can take almost no credit. <laughs> so I yeah, well, we know. I, I disagree know. with that statement, right? So, I think this is a, this is a classic case of. You can write a blog post about ranting about how industry is not paying attention to you, or yeah. you can just do the, the the hard thing, which is like work for several years and then approach somebody and try to actually come out with a product. Yeah. And you can draw a circle around the problem or you can solve the problem. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Which one is which one is harder to draw a circle around something or to actually dive in and solve it? Uh, yeah. So that that's good. I disagree, Verena. I think your name needs to be on uh, one of these straps, you know, so the Verena line. I think you should there lobby you for that. Ian, I know you're watching this. You should. Uh... <laughs> They'll never say it. These guys will never say it. I'm saying it. So <laughs> we want a Verena strap going on in there. Well, cool. So what's what's next for you guys? You guys like we mentioned in the beginning, you, both of you guys travel around the world and you're teaching workshops and building content and, and living the life. Where Where's your next destination? 
Iceland again. We just love it. We keep going back. Didn't you yeah. almost die in Iceland from a blue iceberg at one point? Uh, yeah, but you know what? <laughs> you've, you've made up with that it's iceberg and tried yeah, to get we're you. All friends again. Okay. Fine. <laughs> okay. I, I think the next design is a flamethrower to, to keep those icebergs at bay. Yeah. yeah. Somebody told me last time to bring a. Uh, a a lighter, a cigarette lighter. Lighter. I was like, a cigarette lighter to to melt an iceberg. I need a flamethrower. Yeah, you don't bring a knife to a gunfight. Come on. No. No. <laughs> no. no that's cool. Are you guys doing a? Uh, are you doing a um, a workshop out there? Or is it just you? 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 Both of you hanging out, hitting out there together. So I am doing a workshop in the beginning. I'm assisting in a workshop, actually. Um, so I'll be there for three weeks. Um, first week and a half, I'll be assisting for a workshop. And then Marina is going to fly in. And um, during the workshop, assistance, and after the workshop, we are actually going to create what we call a creative photography course. Um, so instead of just taking a nice pretty picture, how do you look at things differently? Uh, how do you photograph a hummingbird with a lens baby? Mm -hmm. uh, and really kind of get lost on the location. Like this is, this yeah. is what the photography is all about. You're at this beautiful location and you're having so much fun uh, experimenting and, and trying new things and coming up with some cool shots. Yeah. And that is our next three and a half weeks uh, in Iceland going to be for about. I love it. I love it. That is Iceland is definitely on my list because, you know, before before it gets ruined, you know, or melts, yeah. you yeah. know, so I need to yeah, Please don't ruin Iceland. Because you got ice, you got all that ice and it's beautiful. But then you also it's got a, a, a thermal geo sort of underground volcano going on yeah. up there. Right. So yeah, ice and amazing. volcanic activity, not good bedfellows. So. Right. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, not cool. Climate change. Yeah, no, yeah, that's the other part. That's, you know, so the earth is helping melt it and we're also helping. Um, so what's, so where can, if people want to, like we mentioned at the beginning, you guys have a, a ton of courses up there on landscape photography and adventure type stuff. Where should people go to find that again, just to remind them? Yeah, they're all available at visualwilderness.com. Visual, and this, this one that you're doing in Iceland will be available there as well, right? Yeah, that's right. Cool. When, when, when will that one be up, you know? <laughs> oh, she laughs. laughs. Five different courses from us in Pipeline, and five from our partners who are actually working on it. So uh, I cannot tell you when a specific course will be up, but we can tell you is we have about forty different courses covering everything from exposure to advanced Photoshop blending for nature photographers. And if you were to purchase all of them, you'll probably end up paying us $3,500. Wow. So instead of doing that, I would recommend you just subscribe to our streaming service for uh, $9.99 a month. And you can get access to everything that we produce in the future go. and everything that is available now. And I'll put a link. I'll put a link to that in the in the blog post for this episode. That is that is really cool. And on the on the site as well, you guys do a newsletter or there's an email list that people can mm -hmm. sign up for just to be notified when things become available. Is that just on on the front page or is there another yep. location? You can go on any page and you'll get a pop up. And we have almost uh, fifty thousand subscribers wow. on our newsletter. So um, we sell video courses in seventy five different countries. Wow. So, 
That is really cool. You guys are living the life, traveling, making content, you know, entrepreneurial, building camera bags, you know, helping the world while raising what, how many children are you guys raising? Like 35, was it? We lost count, but I think it was 35. Yeah. We lost count when they turned teenagers. There you go. Two two more just graduated from high school. So uh, in the fall, we'll just be down to one living at home. Wow, look at that. And that one you can just kick out. So you Oh, done. that's the plan. <laughs> We're waiting for that. That's a straggler. Yeah, you want one wrong move, man. You're, you're out of here. That's right. That's totally cool. Awesome. Well, thanks both of you guys for coming on. It's always a pleasure chatting with you both. It's, uh, and congratulations on the work with that bag and all the courses. Like I said, that's you guys are living the life. That's amazing. So very good. Keep it up. Uh, thanks, thanks, thanks for having us, Brad. All right. See you guys next time. This is Twitter.